On today's episode of Titus and Tate, Suli Boom has a message for the haters, Tate, and the mm. message is uh, we can, in fact, win on the road. Um, I am not going to miss any shots until he, he ended up missing shots, but he was like five for five from three, I think, to start this game. Um, Xavier gets a big win at UConn and silences the haters, Tate. There were some people out there. I was I saw a friend of the program, John Fanta, interviewing Suli Boom. Um, and and the, the topic came up of can Xavier win outside the Centos Center and uh, Suli Boom addressed those those haters out there. So I, I find that interesting that uh, there were there, were there people out there that were doubting? There were people that were talking. Interesting. And, and Suli Boom looked at them in their eyes and said in his best Mr. K impression, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Um, I know that, that UConn is in a bit of free fall. I know mm. that UConn is not the uh, team that we thought them to be. Uh, even a month ago, but certainly at the start of the season. Um, but this was still a, a very impressive win for Xavier. And right. I, I throw up the X. Uh, yeah, I. Sean Miller wins at the, in the end. Sean Miller is winning, and also Lori Markinen, a Sean Miller player, is going to be an All Star. So Sean Miller is just he's just, just collecting W's. This everywhere. man cannot cannot stop winning. Right. Hang the banners. Uh, <laughs> Xavier has done it. They are. <laughs> They are your champions of the Big East in January. Um, Alabama, meanwhile, did not look like the best team in the country against Mississippi State last night. So mm. that begs the question, Tate, who is the best team in the country then? Because we do know it's not Purdue. Um, so at, we, we, we figured out. We so have now, solved that mystery. We're going to go back to the drawing board and figure out who are we, now that Alabama looked a little susceptible. Uh-huh. Mississippi State is good, though, man. They, they won't go away. I think, like, Mississippi State's another team. Um, their defense is, is tough, dude. They... Uh, uh, but they're another team that you know started a little hot, um, fizzled out. You know they weren't playing terrible, but they the the, the hype kind of died down a little bit. But they're no, they're not going to go away all year. And I don't think I don't think Alabama has anything to be ashamed of. But at the same time, the Alabama team we've we've been seeing just wreck everybody. Uh, hit a bit of a speed bump against mm. Mississippi State. We'll Hopefully but they not still a won, wall, but yeah. they still won. Yeah, and uh, and and that that certainly is what matters most i guess uh speaking of speaking of uh winning houston uh gets back on track big win at ucf uh as i as i said they they had the stinker of the game against temple is how i think i put it uh you get one stinker is that what i said yeah you get one stinker. Um, and i need i need to bounce back they they certainly bounce back at ucf uh meanwhile is it time to start worrying about kansas i've i've been saying over and over i'm not going to worry about kansas no matter how often they lose no matter how sloppy they look at times uh, no matter how nonchalant they look, no matter how one-dimensional or I guess two-dimensional if Grady Dick is hitting, uh, it is with, with Jalen Wilson carrying everything. I need some chalant. Yeah. Give me some chalant. Let, yeah. Let's let's so let's show some uh, urgency and let's get there. Um, what else? Uh good guy, bad guy, Kyle guy, Cal's guy. Cal's guy. We're getting them all. We're, We're getting, getting the them full all. gamut today. Yeah. yeah. Uh I Put might your do, fours up. I might do a fraud, uh, fraud power rankings as well. So a lot to talk about. We'll get to all of it, but first. Woody Durham. All right, let's start with the Xavier UConn game. Um, that uh, Xavier pulls off the season sweep of UConn. Um, had already beaten UConn at the Centos Center. That was that was UConn's first uh, free fall loss. That was the first. Uh, that was their first loss. Literally their first loss. And then yes. they started this whole UConn is now what six of eight they've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, this game was wild. This was a wild. Like Xavier comes out is hitting everything. UConn, I was one for was it 13? thirteen? Thirteen. Was that what yes. it got up to before mm-hmm. they could hit anything? Um, and then UConn just decided to invite some chaos into the game. The crowd was going nuts. I thought there for a second that the crowd was going to will UConn to a W. Xavier holds off, wins the game. And I guess like 
it is just a a regular season game in January against a team that probably won't be ranked when the next poll comes out against a team that is as we've said is is in a little bit of free fall or or certainly not not playing good basketball right now um but I came away from this very very impressed with Xavier because uh of what we just said like the the, the there were questions and I I I never I never said they couldn't it was never like when when I was saying I want to wait and see what what this team looks like against a good team outside of the Centos Center. It was never like that. I I expect them to be frauds. It was just I'm <laughs> that's curious. what Suli Boom thought. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what he heard. I was never like I I I think this team sucks and um I'm I'm gonna you know double down on that. It was just more like I I want to caution myself from being too enamored by Xavier having just an insane home crowd. One of the top ten. I believe, according to CBK report. Yes, and you know one CBK of the report. If he says it, that's the law. One that, of the esteemed sources we have in this in this sport. I trust him more than anyone who's even been to the buildings. So, <laughs> so I wanted to see uh, what what yeah what Xavier looked like in an environment like this against a team that's a little desperate. Um, and and UConn, it it got to the point where in that second half, as UConn came came roaring back, if you would have covered the score based on. Uh, the way UConn was was just so hyped and the fans were going crazy and all that sort of thing, you would have thought that UConn had taken a ten point lead. Right, that it completely swung the game. They never led. They never. They never. They cut actually, it to two. They cut it to two. And Sean Miller called said, timeout. Yeah, and Sean Miller got the boys together, and I think they went on a six zero run right after that, and it yeah. almost felt like okay, well now game over again. But like you said, it, it was a great moment in time. It was nice to see Connecticut had fifty five points in the second half after scoring twenty four in the first half. <laughs> So it was nice to see the UConn that looked familiar in the second half, but they really needed this win at home. That's what's frustrating if you're a UConn fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, UConn, no moral victories. It, UConn is who they are at this point, I guess. I guess like now, I, I'm done waiting for the UConn we saw at the start of the season to come back. I don't think I don't think they're coming back. And I to don't be think, fair, we kept Tristan Newton was the fall guy. We kept saying yeah. if Newton can get it together, he had a great game. He he had one of his best games in quite some time. And Andre still, Jackson's the new fall guy, right? Andre Jackson is uh I'm I'm starting to get and I and I love this guy. I'm but I'm also doing the Tate Frazier thing where I, <laughs> and I, I like to, the guy. I have to preface that right. I love him. Right. And the only time I ever talk about him is when I'm saying <laughs> yeah. what I don't like about him right now. Um he's entering that Ethan Morton territory, Tate, of he does a little bit of everything, or is he doing nothing? Right. And is he just a liability out there? I um, love do somethings. I love I like do everything's the best. When Andre there, Jackson there's a lot of is, do nothing going on. When he's on the point of that three two they're playing and and he's, you know, swarming the ball and then he's not like turning it over on the other end and he's not taking stupid threes and um he's just slashing and 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 grabbing offensive rebounds and he knows who he is. Love him. Love him. There's there's you know, he's he him and David Singleton are, you know, those are the two guys that I I find myself just when they're playing well, I go freaking crazy about them. I'm like, these guys, I might be the only person in the world that thinks these guys are the best players on their team, but um, that's how I feel sometimes. But then every so often, Andre Jackson is uh, is not good, and and I'm, I'm waiting for early season Andre Jackson to come. I'm waiting for him to like stop. I, I feel I'm, I'm going to blame Sam Vecini because I think Sam Vecini once upon a time mm. early in the season said Andre Jackson, if he can develop a jump shot, is a first round pick with that oh. athleticism and that defense. I don't know Ooh. if it's true, but I, I remember Sam tweeted something sounds, about like sounds like, like Sam. Sam said uh he loves Andre Jackson's game. I I feel like that's what's <laughs> happening with him. Is like he's he's gotten into the NBA draft. It's the worst prep. pool to get into. Dude, it's terrible. Once you're testing the waters, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, lose sight of the college basketball game. You um, hate to see it. 
but yeah, UConn, I, I don't I don't think they're getting it back. I think Aline and, and Calcaterra and and some of these guys that that were looking good at the start of the season. And that was that was what was so fun about them. I don't I don't I don't know, man. It feels like so many of these guys are regressing. Even Sonogo, dude. Sonogo was such a beast and and he's just kind of out there and like he I don't know. It's 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 frustrating. But on the Xavier side, um I I also find it hilarious uh that at this point in the season, um, Xavier again, Xavier is like who who they're going to be, and and this Xavier team is going to be an offensive-minded team. As you said, they gave up 55 points in the second half, um, and and that is hilarious to me because when you think of Sean Miller's Arizona teams that were at their best, it was the exact opposite. They were playing <laughs> lockdown defense with like Nick Johnson and Stanley Johnson and Aaron Gordon sw- swatting shots, right? And, you know, um, that was their identity was defense. And then, if anything, their offense was clunky as hell, and he just had. I mean, even DeAndre Ayton, the rim protection was yeah. what was yes. so fascinating yes. about him. Um, and then the offense would be clunky as hell because he would at times play like two seven footers uh, mm-hmm. that that couldn't play with each other, but they're out there at the same time, like just clogging the paint. And, right. <laughs> and they couldn't shoot. They could, and and it's so fascinating <laughs> now that like couldn't pass to each the, other. The man took one year off and. Someone along the way told him you have to make shots to win at this level, and he was like, "Okay, I'm going to change how I coach my teams." <laughs> Suli Boom, Suli, he's like, "I'm going to get Suli Boom, who's a shot maker. Get this man on my team." <laughs> I will say, right now, I'm in a battle in my mind of who has the best best name going: Boots Radford uh, for Texas A&M or Suli Boom. Both of them are great. Puff Johnson's up there. Puff, I mean, Johnson, Puff Johnson, get healthy. Puff, Puff Johnson. Johnson, please get healthy. Please, Puff, we need you. Puff Johnson is. Leaky Black, too. I mean, I mean North Carolina's got Caleb Love. I mean, I mean even having Mondo, you know, yeah. like with the Mandalorian, being able to yell Mondo, like, come on. I mean, the kids it's, love it. It's, uh, yeah, Carolina's got some good. Remember Leaky Black? I don't know if you remember this. Uh, <laughs> Leaky Black played he, with Seventh Woods. Remember Seventh that? Woods, dude. What is it? What is it about Carolina guys? <laughs> Great name. Tyler Hansborough's not a good name, though. Um, but he's a bro, so it kind of works. <laughs> Phil Ford's a good name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan, honestly, not a good name. Strong name. No, I I, Strong I think if you re- James Worthy's a good name. Oh, so that's good. a great name. Sam Perkins. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Rick Fox. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Rick Fox. Jim. Joe Forte. Yeah, Joe, Joe Forte. Forte. This yeah. is Forte. Ed Coda. Oh my God. Should we just keep going? Yeah. I mean, this is my this might be my favorite episode of Tyson Tate. <laughs> Does Michael Jordan actually sneakily have one of the worst names? If you really think, like he's. He made his name what it is because he's awesome, but mm. like a guy named Michael Jordan is kind of boring, isn't it? Right. It's like Eric Gordon. Eric, Eric Gordon, Gordon is my, boring yeah. until he's elite. How did we get on this? Suli Boom has an awesome name. And I agree Boots with Radford you. also Boots has an Radford awesome name. Boots Radford has an awesome 30 name. points the other night against Remember Hall. when Leaky Black threw that pass off the backboard? <laughs> <laughs> Leaky Black is in the same class as Nasir Little and Kobe White. Two contributors on the NBA Two level. also great names, by right. the way. Yeah. Kobe yeah. White's a great name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Suli Boom is. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to put too much pressure. Suli Boom obviously listens to the show, which mm-hmm. is why he called out the people that were saying, "I want to see Xavier win outside of Cintas. Um So, Suli, turn this part off because this is uh, this is going to submarine Xavier's season if he hears this. Oh, but, you have more takes. Uh, I think I the fifth spot, the fifth All American spot. He's got a chance, dude. Mm. He's got a chance. Uh, I because as a reminder that you're all Americans right now. Zach Eady lock, Brandon Miller lock, Jalen Wilson probable lock. That's how I classify it. Um, Drew Timmy probable to 
You're, you're, you you have your Timmy doubts. Uh, I've, had my, I've had my Timmy doubts. But I, out of respect to Drew Timmy, because he's been here so long, I've decided to say, and I like the guy, yeah. and leave it alone. No, we did the role reversal. I was the guy that started the year that had right. the... Um, you know, I, I think say, where my stance on Timmy is right now is I raise my eyebrows where I'm like, are we sure? Yeah. You know, are we sure this is going to be our first team All-American? Do we have to? Timmy being Ethan Happ is one of my great takes I've ever had on mm. in the history of the show, mm. um, With which the is not, which I think like people here and they, 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 you know, are defensive about well, it. Like, disrespectful that's disgusting. to it's Ethan disrespectful Happ. to Ethan Happ too. Go look, look at up, the tape. Look at the tape, dude. Look at the numbers. Right. Um, but, so slow it worked. But Timmy is Timmy's going to be an All American. That's what I. Okay. I there, there's a difference between like how I would vote and what I'm telling you. I'm talking about first team. I think he's an All American. He's, he's going to be. You think he's going to be first team? I'm. Again, like this is not me arguing that he should be. <laughs> right. This is me you're telling you the, the reality. Media, the reality yes. of the situation right. is this man will be voted first right. team All American. The same people that have AP votes are going to yeah. be making these. Yes. Votes. Um, but I think that fifth spot now, Trace Jackson Davis, if he continues to play out of his mind the way he is, where he's just completely carrying Indiana on his back, um, it's going to be hard for him to not be named All American. But there are a lot of candidates. Mike Miles is in the mix. Mm. Um, or you said Baycott's in the mix. Oscar's in the mix. There's a lot Hawkes. of guys. Hawkes is in the mix. Two Bellas. Mm. I just want to say Suli Boom, print the graphic, Suli Boom, we Legacy, speak your name. colon, in the mix. Stamp it. <laughs> He's, He's in, in the, the mix. mix. Yeah. So I one last go. thing on UConn I want to bring up before we move on. Uh, there was a headline and a story written on ESPN by Jeff Borzello. And shout out to Jeff. He does a good job. But here's the headline, and I think it will be a Duffy nominee at the end of the season. But he says, UConn's Dan Hurley doesn't just yell. Now he reads, oh, listens, okay. and coaches differently. Okay. Well, here's the update. Maybe start yelling. Again. Maybe start yelling. Yeah, go right. back to the yelling, Dan. And a lot of people pointed out the the ref that he called an effing clown against Villanova uh, and got yeah. teed up for was the same ref that he had last night huh. at home against Xavier. So I I think that they remember. You know, the refs they're a little fraternity. They all talk to each other, mm -hmm. and I think they all say the North remembers when they see Dan Hurley. They're like, "You called my boy an effing clown, dude." And you're I'm not gonna, wrong. And, I, and I'm I mean, gonna referee accordingly. You're not wrong, and I don't understand why more coaches don't realize this that that. It's going to come back to bite you, right? It's the, hit, to, the hit is out. Like they, yeah. they're coming for you now. Holt told me that when uh when Ohio State was in Maui and we were playing San Diego State and they were the the refs were bad both ways, both ways. <laughs> they were terrible, but they were bad both ways. Um, mm. and and I'm I was losing my mind too at the that some of the calls that are being made, but uh, I I talked to Holt after that game and he was like, yeah, I I was going to pull my patented move where I get a tech on purpose, the strategic tech, you know, where, where you fire the guys up by saying, I got your back. I'm going to yell at the refs for you. Um, but then he said, it hit me that I, that there's only like seven refs that are on this Island right now. And these same guys are going to be refing us for the next two days. Right. So I, I held back and decided to just swallow it. And, and that was that. I was like, yeah, that's, that's how you should have done because Eric Musselman learned his lesson the hard way. Then. Right. <laughs> you know, he's Eric Musselman, by the way, I mean, I you got to respect it. He, he's never thing. stopped. You yeah. Know? Like this, I saw him the other night and it's like, this guy's yelling at the crowd, get up, do what you got to do. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, Eric Musselman, even though that all happened in Maui, never broke his stride. It's, it's <laughs> Mus Mustin, I think Dan Hurley and Mustin are in like a self-fulfilling prophecy where they just say wild shit to, to so many refs that eventually their conspiracy theories that the refs are out to get them are actually true. They like they work themselves right. <laughs> around in a circle where you're right. like, actually, I, I, the, the refs probably do actually hate you and they probably do have a thing against you because... <laughs> and let's be honest, 
their dads are both coaches and they grew up yeah, in that I era know, where I they learned that's how you that's how you used to work it back you know when men I mean? were men dude that's i'm preach. bill musselman's like preach. that's what we used to do dan hurley is a product of the old big east man and he's, he's right sean miller is too right which is this, and i saw joey calcaterra in that article i brought up he he said that's how he wants his coach to be he said he wanted to wants his coach to be fired up quoting fired, shakespeare yeah. yeah at them and yelling at them that's what he wants <laughs> You know what I want him to do? Win some <laughs> win basketball games. games. <laughs> so I, I want to get back I, to winning. I say bring back the Because we, we are dangerously close to, I'm going to have to go back and delete some tweets about UConn. I mean, I hit like, the panic I, button twice, though, it, on it, this show. There's video. If Jim what's, uh, Jim, Jim would pull that, there's video evidence where I hit the panic button let me, twice. Let me, all right. Let, can, can we do a positive spin? No. Can we do a positive spin for UConn? Let's try all to right. make the case that they're not dead. All right. Number six on Ken Palm. Uh, by far the best six loss team in the country. By far. Not even close. I think next would probably be. IU, Arkansas, Rutgers, somewhere, probably Rutgers. Carolina, ooh. Mm. Who's a better six-loss team, UConn or Carolina? <laughs> ooh, that's a good question. Um, they, got, they got DePaul and Georgetown coming up, both on the road. So I think you spin it, like if you beat both of those teams, which they, which they should. Now, if they lose to either one of these teams, it, it, I, I'm, I'm putting UConn on the bubble. I think I might do it. <laughs> I think I might do it. I might have to do it. I, I hate that I'll have to do it, but it might be time. Um, but you win both of those, Tate. You start telling, if, if I'm Dan Hurley, I tell the team that's two big road wins and Big East play. Huge. Do not ever take those for granted. Those are those are impossible to come by. Um, which they they have they 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 only beat Butler, as I'm looking at it right now. How many away? They beat Florida at Florida. They beat Butler at Butler. Florida's the best um, win for a lot of teams. In the same way that Michigan yeah. is. Like Florida and Michigan are the best so, resume wins we have going. So they 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 got these two get right games on mm -hmm. the road. They they win both of these. You start telling yourself that like it, for us to win back to back games on the road in the Big East, we must be good. Uh and then you have Marquette at home, which you should win. And then we go from there. And now you're back. And now we see if they can get the juice back. Cause then they go to Creighton, which I don't know. That'll that'll be the test. We'll see. So I'm, I'm giving them these three games. You have to win the first two. Marquette is you ha also have to win, and then Creighton you also have to win, and then yeah. <laughs> well, Creighton. As it turns out they're all must win. Creighton's what number twelve in Kimpom now. Yeah, Creighton's good. We Dude, we have Creighton, known this as first, first reported, reported. First reported. We knew that the Blue Jays were good. The thing that UConn had that we loved at the start of the year, November December, is two things: depth and defense. And now. Their depth is waning. Klingon played seven yeah. minutes in this game. Yeah. So it's not as reliable or as needed because they have had to cut the rotation. And the defense just isn't there. Yeah. It's not the same intensity. It's not. Except when they're down and they throw like the the press right. zone, like just Let's throw press. Andre Jackson. Like when Andre Andre Jackson's at his best when it's just chaos. And mm -hmm. it's like just go go incite chaos on the court he's like done say no more i can mm -hmm. do that but then he does it on the offensive end you're like less chaos on that end please <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. less on that end <laughs> keep it on the defensive end don't bring it to the offense <laughs> wrong end like, wrong chaos wrong end uh, yeah but anyway the takeaway is uh xavier is is uh you know i i, I don't know what what, what what are we saying now are they legitimate final four contenders because i don't want to i don't want to say they're national tie i let's be honest xavier's elite eight xavier's elite eight it just feels right feels doesn't right it? It feels like Xavier is going to be in a really good game in the Elite Eight. They probably should beat Houston, and then Houston or makes Xavier's, the Final Four. No, like the, the Xavier move would be that they are playing like a, a, a North Carolina-type mm. situation where it's like a, a they're the better team, but they see the jerseys on the other team, and they're like, shit, they might be better than us. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I hope so. They, yeah. I would like that. Or Duke. Oh That'd God, be, no, no, no! Duke's not making the lead. Uh, Duke, Duke might teams. not make the tournament, but <laughs> we'll see.
I'm just kidding, dude. Fans, don't um, don't get upset. No, no, Xavier. I I said though, uh, every national title contender, I give you one stinker. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's the way I put it. Um, and DePaul was the stinker for Xavier, but um, otherwise, I don't know. I I think I think some of the early losses. That's exactly what it was, dude. Like Duke. Duke and Zaga, they, they lost to Duke and Zaga in Indiana. And then just and then they rattled off a ton of wins and lost to DePaul. So DePaul's the the stinker. Um the other three, I do think maybe it was like some jersey stuff at play. Where right. Like we're not allowed to win this because that team's supposed to be like Indiana at, at that point in time was the Duke game felt like that. Yeah. At, at that point in time, Indiana was the favorite to win the Big Ten and like a, a final four threat and all this sort of thing. And they're coming into Xavier. And if they play that game now, I don't know, Indiana's playing pretty well now, but um yeah. I think I, I I I don't know. I guess I guess I'm talking myself into uh, to Xavier maybe actually actually being a Final Four. I think Sean Miller is the best coach in the Big East that's in contention because I think Thad is right up there if Thad has a healthy team. You know, if, Thad, or, or if yeah. he has the talent he, he, and he a healthy team, guys. he gets he his guys. guys. He's probably yeah. the best coach. He and Sean he's got to fire right Diebler too. I mean, Diebler's right. has way too much input in that coaching staff. That's mm. that's not helping. Um, but Xavier's they got to play better defense though. They do have to lock in on that that end. That's why I, I like Marquette. Think, yeah, they got to. I don't know. The Big East is we'll fun see. this year, though. The Big East is very without. Fun. I mean, I miss Villanova. I mean, shout out to Villanova. You made the Final Four last year. You're all right. I miss Villanova being in the mix, but now it just feels a lot should, more open. Okay, so should we move the goalpost on Xavier? Uh, okay, you won at Connecticut. Cool, good. Now you now they play at Creighton on Saturday. Win that mm. game, and you have my. <laughs> I mean, it's Creighton. Number 12 in Kimpong. No, in all seriousness, if they beat Creighton, then it, it's going to be hard to not be. Like, like if they beat Creighton at Creighton, the hype train is going to go full tilt. What's and the highest? It should, and, and I will support that at that point. What's it, the highest seed that you think Creighton can be? Let's say Creighton just goes on a tear. Maybe they win the Big East. Maybe they win the Big East tournament. What's the highest seed do we think that they could actually be in the tournament? A four seed? With eight losses, okay. yeah, uh, losses. That's, that's what uh, that's what's fascinating to me because I think Creighton deserves to be potentially at the end of the year will deserve to be a top four seed, but then they have this these okay that, if they that if they win out, game, you're yeah, if, not not even win out. Let's say they just win the Big East regular uh, season, then they win the tournament. Uh, it's fascinating. Four feels maybe slightly high but like it feels like if they feels it, best case scenario but also the, you have to start introducing context because um you know Kalkbrenner being out and and right and that's what i mean they had this seven game losing streak but three games or four games six but six yeah, yeah, games, yeah. But, but mono is involved and Kalkbrenner yeah. is out for three games yeah then you have i mean maui is a really tough game against arizona yeah not bad losses like right arizona texas they played texas well at texas right uh, and again, context says that's a different Texas Xavier team. Xavier well, so it's like, yeah, how much context is going to be involved and how much, um, I think it's going to come down to Q. I think it's going to, what, what Which, Q has to say. Please, Q. <clears throat> yeah. The and, quad gods are not going to rule in their favor, what if, unfortunately. Is Q Condoleezza Rice? I think so. She's spelled I with assume. The, she spells Condoleezza with the Q. <laughs> she sits for, for there on, on Selection Sunday. And right. She's like the magic eight ball and they just like turn her over and they're like Creighton seed. Right. She gets so many "Hmm." questions. She's just adopted the (laughs) cue. Same emphasis as Khan. No, I think it's going to come down to the, uh, how many, what's your Q1, Q2? uh, I can't. (laughs) I can't. I mean, some of these. Q score. The the funniest thing you can do with your specific team is to watch them win a game and then go look at the net ranking. Sometimes they'll fall five (laughs) spots. They'll win a game and fall five spots just by who they play. And this is what I'm supposed to respect. 
It makes no sense. Bring back the RPI for all I care, but get this net out of my face. <laughs> Final thought on the quad gods. Can I do a good guy? Because we're talking the about net, the biggies. I'm sure the net, I, my favorite thing about it, we'll do it. Right. One more thing yeah. on the net is that I'm, I'm sure the net is actually like not complicated, but I, <laughs> I do love that you and I both are in agreement that we, we I, both looked at each other the moment the net came out and we made an agreement. We will never care about this. Right. <laughs> And the more that you throw it in my face, the more I'm doubling down. <laughs> we both just looked at each other like, right? You're, we promise, we make a pact today. We will not figure out how this works. Mm -hmm. How? What a Q1 win, even. <laughs> right. Right. I don't want to know. Get it out of my face. I almost. I, there was one time. I think it was last year. I almost accidentally learned because I saw. Someone do a tweet thread. Where I think I learned last year because I remember I was arguing about the margins and things. And then I had because oh, Carolina was on the bubble. Yeah. And then yeah. some other super nerd came in and he was like, the margins don't even matter for net. You're an idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> please, God, can I talk think, about basketball? Do, well, I fall into that trap with, with Ohio State where I'll start. You're going to be like, I, I know you already are. Bubbles. I think there's times where you're probably really? sitting over there and you're pulling up Jerry Palm's CBS bracket because Jerry Palm's the biggest hater. Uh, at least from what I can tell. All right, let me as see. As far as the blue see. bloods, let me see Jerry Palm names. right now. Let me let me Jerry see. Palm definitely has him first four out. Let me see Jerry Palm. <laughs> uh, okay, Where, where's Jerry Palm at? CBS. I think he's CBS. CBS. He was the one that got me last year. He almost broke me. He's got Ohio State out. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry Palm, follow fo the program. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ultimate foe. Got... I can't. Damn it, dude. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you uh, were oh my god, dude! Bracket, you know about bracket matrix, right? Mm -hmm. The yes, the, the there's too many bracket sites, by the way. But that's why I use bracket matrix. Right. Whoever, whoever came up with that, kudos to that guy. Tip of the cap to him, um, because it just averages them all. Yeah, he you aggregated know? it. You aggregate it. Right. You don't have to look at it in any. Sometimes one of them. the aggregators get it right. Um, bracket matrix right now. Uh, one of the the <laughs> Ohio State's an 11 seed on nice. average. We we have an average seed across um how many of these eighty eighty different bracketologies they're taking into account. <laughs> Our average seed over the over the course of eighty bracketologies state ten point eight eight. Okay. Okay. The next team ten point eight nine. Take one guess at who that team is. That's one notch below Ohio State. Michigan, College of Charleston. Oh my god, <laughs> the Cougars. So that's why, that's why you're so fired up, because you can see it. You can see the Cougars are trying to take your spot. I see them coming. Yeah, I see it. I see where this is going. I had a friend of mine who went to college at Charleston that texted me if he should take the title odds of the Cougars. <laughs> the national title? The national. Exactly. That's what I said. I was like, I was like, what in what world? I was like, what are the odds? He's like, uh, the I'm, CAA I'm, he's, title? He's I mean, like, I'm I'm getting it at 100 to 1. I'm like, that, that's not even good odds. <laughs> <laughs> i would i would have looked him in the eye and said yes you should make that bet you should absolutely the best part about it was the earnest like he was so earnest in the ask you know like he's like i'm just looking at the record but that's what i'm okay okay i don't think like, i'm looking this. at that he's like i'm not watching okay this isn't a rant about charleston this is right. this, is, this is the problem this is right. the problem i had all along this it's is like, the eight people the the boys in that locker room the uh, Pat Kelsey and staff. This is not their fault. They're just out there trying to play good ball, and and, and they're a good team. And that's all they want. They're that's fun all to watch. they want. So yeah. I, 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 at, I like at certain Cougars. points when I was going on rants about Charleston, I was unfairly attacking the team. It's not their fault. They, they, they've not asked for this. They're not the ones ranking them. What I'm saying is, it's unfair to this team and to your buddy and to everyone else when you do stuff like because because like if you're not if you're not like locked in <laughs> on college basketball and you only follow the AP poll, right? 
Yeah, of course you're probably saying stuff like that. Like I should put a thousand dollars on Charleston to win the national mm -hmm. title. You should not do that. Do mm -hmm. not do that. Right. He also asked <laughs> why. He, he said we didn't lose. Why didn't we move up in the polls? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like this is. <laughs> This is irresponsible journalism is <laughs> right, what it is. Right. Um, so, I figured I, I would I would run the question by you just to get your reaction. So that was I, fun. I do not think you should you should <laughs> you should bet money on Charleston to win. Well, Davidson title. was a ten you could, seed. You could you could bet like I I would support Charleston to the Sweet Sixteen. That'd be fun. Right. That'd be fun. They could do that. That'd be you know crazier things. Maybe, happen, maybe Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Why not? Right. I'll ride with that. But, um, dude, w w worst case scenario for us is probably. Creighton plays their way into like a five seed and then it's Charleston Creighton 12-5 game and they just wipe the floor with Creighton. Right. And the Creighton team that we've been saying all... They just can't make a three. Yeah. They just can't throw in the ocean. <laughs> Charleston yeah. has like a 20 rebound advantage. Cockbrenner does it, gets fouled out. It gets yeah. in foul trouble. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah. I don't hope that doesn't happen. I'm going to knock on wood. Yeah. Please Creighton's a, a bracket matrix right now 10 seed. So... Is everyone, they got, they got everyone on bracket? Everyone's a 10 seed. How many dude. 10 seeds are there? There are a lot of 10 seeds. <laughs> Carolina teams. also. Carolina. Where's Carolina? Oh, Carolina's seven, dude. You guys are climbing. Carolina's playing good basketball. Yeah, get out of here, though. I thought, I thought that was a. I thought uh, when Mintz, um, when he, at the end of that Syracuse <laughs> game, when he drove and took both elbows across <laughs> RJ Davis's face as RJ Davis was in, you right. know, playing great. It's a good defense. basketball play, right? It was. And I thought, like, <laughs> I thought Debbie, what's your name? Debbie Antonelli. Yeah. And, who who and, played basketball at NC State, if you couldn't tell in her coverage. Did she run that cheese shop in the Capital One commercial? Or is that maybe? Is that is are those Antonellis? Am I am I remember <laughs> yeah, that? You remember yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Meet, the, meet the Antonellis? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Not the same ones, is that but her? Same, same family. Um yeah, I she was like, That's how basketball's taught. And then and then our guy Gottlieb backed her up and i was like this is this is right. wild what's going on well a lot of carolina fans were upset also at reese davis who i thought that he went to syracuse as i listened no to the he game. didn't go to Syracuse. he just he I, went to bama but he, he works at espn he works at espn right i think if you work at espn for four years they give you a syracuse degree i think and, that's how it works and you you met a uh, researcher brian ives you know that, that yeah. uh does all the carolina stats and does all the he does great stuff for acc network espn but uh he said that you know reese he has no ill will to carolina you know he loves carolina loves hubert worked Did, with hubert it, doesn't Reese's? Uh, I might be more. So I want to defend Reese Davis because I, I like Reese Davis, you know, and I like yeah, the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in that moment, I'm more great. into the Reese Davis conspiracy weeds than you are, I think, because I saw somewhere that his his son is on the Duke baseball team, and does that play into a tape? Probably, huh? Because look, when you join a cult. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start adopting some beliefs. Unfortunately, no. That was wild. That that the end of that Cuse, uh, Carolina game was. People try to pretend like it was in any way controversial. I was, but this this is this is a problem that bas basketball as a whole has is all these replays and these reviews. It's terrible. Free, it it really does just completely right. And take, the whole, the whole the flagrant the one game, versus flagrant two, and you know I'll even bring up Duke with Filipowski. You know, and I know that was unintentional that he got punched in the throat, but I will say based yeah. on what flagrant one, flagrant one says that it's unintentional contact that's like harmful. It's yeah, like probably a flagrant one. Yeah, I mean, but I also Jim pointed out, you know, when Vince Carter did the the famous dunk when he when he dunked over the guy in the Olympics, yeah, and then he comes down and he swings his arm like he's excited and he almost punches a guy in the face. Yeah, he almost kills Kevin Garnett. Right, he almost kills Garnett. That's right, it was Garnett. That's right. So That's right. It, it, we've seen dude, it. In Kofi basketball Coburn, court. I remember clocked a clocked a ref, a ref and that. the ref was like, My didn't bad. Boozer was it Carlos Boozer in the NBA punched a ref in the balls? I think so. Let's just say so. Let's just say it was Dennis Rodman kicked that cameraman. Yeah, I think right. that one might have been. Oh yeah. Right. 
don't know you, if that one was an accident. Yeah, but you know what we're saying. Like, uh, it's just, but that but, was that was the weird because I, I, that one's a, uh, um, where that one the, will the break Philip your brain. It will break your brain. Yeah, because right. I, I, I ultimately landed on just being a coward and saying I see both sides and then stepping out of the room. Right. Saying, you guys figure it out. I'm right. gonna set this one out. I obviously have a bias against Duke, but I do watch that video and I watched it live and I said to myself, even though I know he didn't mean to do it, he did. <laughs> he did punch a guy in the throat. Right. Yeah, and right. it's like I mean, it's probably something. But also, if you lose a game in that way, it's got to be. Just, right. you'd be infuriated if that was your team and you of lost course. the game that way. But also, like, we can't just let guys just throw punches. Right. Even if it's on purpose or not. Well, that's the big, I mean, and shout out to you. I mean, you were the first person at Grandland writing about this, about ban charges. There's all these people now yeah. that are like, ban charges, get them out of the yep. game. Well, there has to be some sort of, like, way to stop guys from running over each other, you know? I mean, there, there's... Of course, yeah, they, yeah no, I'm, exactly. I'm, a, I'm the, a band charges guy, right. and even I was like, that's... The charges <laughs> I'm talking about are the help side, come of grab course. your nuts, secondary defender right. type right. shit. Or the, R.J. Davis played perfect defense, like, I, literally perfect. If I was coaching right. basketball, I would show R.J. Davis on that final play, this is how you stop a guy who's going full head of steam downhill. And let's be honest, every single player coach that saw him do that was like, wow, that was great defense because yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. You put your body on the line and most guys just get out of the way because they don't want to take that charge because it is going to hurt. Yeah. And RJ is hurt. Yeah. He, he's dealing with the, the flagrant call. I, I, the I, flagrants are driving me crazy. No, I, I err on the side in general, call less flagrants. Yes. Like keep the flagrant. Stop looking. I would rather, here's, here's a, here's a fix. I would rather get rid of all these like accidental type flagrants. Cause like Mintz wasn't trying to, he, he wasn't saying to himself, I'm going to elbow RJ Davis in the face. Right. He was trying to Euro step and he just was poorly right. executed. Right. Um, well, RJ guessed so, the spot. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That's all it was. But in those instances, I don't think like, I know his elbows are high and you're trying to get that out of the game, all that kind of stuff. But, um, I don't, I, I don't like flagrants being called there. I know that's the rule. I know I, I get all that. I'm saying right. make it not be the rule. Right. And I think what instead there should be more of is calling intentional fouls, like literally intentional. I, I would love, you, you know, a good way to speed up the end of these games is teams that are fouling strategically have to actually like make a play on the ball and like actually strategically foul instead of like a guy's like driving by him and you just grab two handfuls of jersey and then the refs are like oh he met the foul there to stop the clock so let's like call that an intentional foul right call that a flagrant right um and then, then it rewards the other team yeah. to get the ball back they get one free throw yeah. and the ball back yeah because then that that would that would like you can't you i don't i don't like that i don't like that like suddenly the last minute of the game if you're down seven you can just play like reckless defense and just like swipe at shit and like just go crazy right. because no refs really calling an, an intentional or flagrant unless it's like really really bad because yeah I, I don't know that's that's all that's all I I would love to get the flagrants out because I but again I I played at a time when men were men dude and that's right. how like old big old school Big Ten basketball that's how we that's how we handled it and we talked about like the NBA trickle down <laughs> the the quote unquote points of emphasis it does feel like this year in particular it has been a point of emphasis to all these coaches now one guy like arm flails out on a layup hits some guy in the face they're like look at that look at that yeah now, now we got twenty we got twenty yeah. every twenty times a game we got guys going this yeah. Like you know, it's, please, you know get, please get us out of the you game. You know what's funny is uh, when I was when I was at Ohio State Iowa game. Right. I literally it, it was me, and I, I'm not saying this is a bit. I I me and me alone got a play reviewed. I swear to God, there was there was one play. Uh, <laughs> I start screaming, "Let's look at it!" That's, I just go, "Let's look." At that's it. championship move. And then the, then the refs start talking. I was like, "Yeah, let's take a look." And they, like they started looking. Like one one ref turns and like looks at me because he thought I was right. I was sitting close enough to the bench that he thought. But then he turns and looks at me and he realizes I'm not a coach. But I was just like, come on, boys, let's take yeah. a look. Let's take a look. And then they looked at it for like two seconds and immediately were like, yeah, not a, that's not, that's nothing. 
but I was like, at least we looked. Yeah. <laughs> at least we took a the, the other conspiracy theory. <laughs> but I'm with you. There's too much. It's it's far too easy to just like twirl your finger and get a get a rep to take a look at it. I think that they're talking to Condoleezza Rice or someone at top when they go to the replay review to like <laughs> who's supposed to win this game. You know, they're like, what 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 do we have here? What are, what are the sports books saying? What's DraftKings saying? Then they get back and they take it off. And they're like, all right, Carolina ball. Who's the boy? It's been a while since I've watched the Power Rangers, but I remember like there was like Shout the, big, the Power Rangers, the big head. Mm-hmm. That's how I, or I guess Wizard of Oz was the same sort of concept. Right. But um, I'm for some reason what like Zol Zoltek Zol. <laughs> what, what was that guy's name? Yeah, look that up. I can't well, remember, Jim, but I know Jim, you're talking you looked about. Looked that up. Zoltan. Zoltan. Zoltar? No, not Zoltan. That's Adam Sandler, <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. it? That, that's the Zohan. Zohan. <laughs> I think Zoltan was from Big. That was like oh, the machine, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know how they like, yeah, they, they yeah, the, yeah. that's what I envision when they look at the monitor and it's Condoleezza Rice and her head is just like kind of floating. Right. And like a mist, uh, there's a yeah. smoky mist like over top of her. And she, Zordon. She, Zordon. Zordon? That's what it says. Dude, I've never I seen it. I think you're making up all that, these That's names. strong for Jordan. Um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it. Michael Zordon. <laughs> Michael Zordon. <laughs> then she, her head's just floating there and then she's like, flagrant one. And right. Like, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Q. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Q. Have a good night, Q. <laughs> Should we do good guy, bad guy? Right. Or, I mean, like, Let's my do guy. it. Let's We're do it. We're going to run through it quickly. Anymore. We're going right. to run through it quickly. It's easy this week. First up, good guy. In honor of Jim Cunningham, this is a, a man that's near and dear to his heart. We both have bobbleheads of his face. He, of course, is Georgetown head coach, Patrick Ewing, who ended the 29-game Big East losing streak against DePaul. Congratulations, Tuesday night. Uh, did he get carried off the floor? I uh, I watched did this his game. Teammate, did his, did his, his, uh, his, his players, I mean, put him on his shoulders? They should have. And... They should have, because I watched this game. One of the uh, most inspiring moments that they had, just like with what they have with Chris Holtman and Minnesota, our friends at Fox had mic'd up segments with Patrick Ewing. <laughs> um, so you got an inside look at the huddle. Have you ever it, shot that shot? It was a lot of, he- have you ever shot that shot energy, which is amazing. Also, at one point, with about three minutes to go in the game, he ripped his tie off. Very Whoa. old school. I'm sending a message. We're gonna get this win because it couldn't be 30. It could not be 30 straight Big East losses. No, That's you don't. Nobody many. beats Georgetown 30 times. Nobody. Right? Beats you can't. You them can't 30 do that. Times. Yeah. That not happen. tonight. Not on our yeah. watch. Not at home. The other fun part about this game and the reason why he's the good guy is because those officials we talked about. And shout out to Georgetown. They were aggressive all night. 41 free throws for Georgetown. For Georgetown. <laughs> so they win this game again. Ends the 29 game Big East losing streak. I think Patrick Ewing is such a good guy because he does this. He gets, you know, the proverbial crowd off his back. They're 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 done now. Extension. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's keep this man around. Yeah. But the headlines are out, Titus. And they're saying this is why he's a good guy. They're like, even though he ended this streak that was dating back to 2021, please get him out of here. Please step down. Please be a good guy. In, in the article, they're asking him to be a good guy. For the sake of the program, step down. After he just ended the streak, and I, I don't like to see it, but that's why he's a good guy. Do you think? Do you think he's gonna step down? No, I don't either. Why, I, why, I, why I, get, I get like a, my read on it is like I don't. Think How disrespectful is it that people are talking about it as a vacant job? And it's Patrick Ewing. You know, we're not talking about some know, nobody. But... It's Patrick Ewing. I mean, it's tough. Twenty nine games in a row in the Big East for a program like Georgetown, but it's also Patrick Ewing. Like you said, who's, but is, gonna, but, but who's now... gonna tell Patrick Ewing to Kimbe Matumbo? Like who's gonna? Who's the voice of reason the in Kimba, the family yeah. of Georgetown? That's but yeah, the guy, this. some uh, Georgetown dude pointed out that the Matumbo's on the, the board. Right. So I don't think Matumbo can tell him because then that's a little too aggressive. Like, because 
then he's like getting fired at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? I like to think that every one of those meetings ends after they talk to Condoleezza and then they look at Matumbo. They're like, should we fire you? And he's like, no, no, no. Maybe it is Condoleezza Rice. I have mm. to tell Patrick. Guy. She's the only she's one. She's the only one. Right. She's the only one anyone respects in college sports. And she knows DC. <laughs> she knows DC. So uh, everyone talked about the 29 game losing streak in the Big East. Is anyone going to talk about the one game winning streak now? Are we going to get that? Or 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 when they play Sunday. St. John's? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. St. John's. St. John's Sunday. Are we? Is, is that in the Garden or is it in? Uh, I don't think it's in. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's in the Garden. But it people, might no, because it's a weekend game. Don't they usually play the right? weekend games at? It's at the Garden. Dude, it is. Yeah. Patrick Ewing coming back to the, the Garden. Two game winning streak. Two game winning streak. And people forget at the start of the year. People do forget this. They started out two and zero. Oh. They beat Coppin State. They beat Green Bay. So, like, this is not... If You're telling me Patrick Ewing has two winning streaks in a season and you're trying to get rid of this man? That's true. It's a great point. Get out of my face. That's a great point. Good guy of the week, Patrick Ewing. Shout out to Georgetown. I'm glad they got the win. It was... uh, I couldn't believe I was watching it as it was happening, but it felt like history, you know? There's not a lot of times that you're watching (laughs) basketball and you're like, I'm a part of history. Because if they lose 30 games, they don't... Give me your your pity power rankings right now Mm. of um, as they're winning, you have that thought of, like, this is this is so cool for them, and and you're just kind of laughing yourself that you're beating DePaul at home. This, right. this should not be that big of a deal. Is it is it Georgetown one, Louisville one, Cal? Mm. I think yeah. Louisville's one. Louisville's still one. Yeah. Just because maybe it's because of Mike Rutherford. I feel like there's some sort of personal <laughs> connection there, and I've seen Mike Rutherford deal with it in real time. Which salute to him. Shout out to him. What a soldier. Um, Georgetown just feels inevitable. You know. Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. tired of feeling bad. For Georgetown, it's been. I so think long. I think Louisville sees a light at the end of the tunnel as a program. Um, right. Not this year, obviously. Maybe not even <laughs> next year. But like there, there is like Louisville is not going to suck forever. Um, but the fear with Georgetown is maybe that they will. It's over. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe it's it's over. Yeah, that's uh like George. The worst possible thing that could happen to Georgetown basketball is they win the Big East tournament. <laughs> that would like every Georgetown fan would would actually cry, I think, and yeah. not tears of joy. They right. would be devastated. That would be the worst possible thing. I and I will have. say, I do like Cutis Wahab, and I think Cutis Wahab has gotten better under the the guidance of Patrick Ewing. And I think it was always, you know, people got upset because Patrick Ewing was kind of shelved to be this big man coach, kind of like what uh, you know we see with Bob McAdoo with the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. They just they're like, you're the big man coach, you're a big man, you stay in your lane, yep. you do that. So it was great when Patrick Ewing got the opportunity. We wanted to to work, but I think at this point, maybe yeah. all parties involved say, yeah. let's be better. Be, let's yeah, let's win some games. Let's yeah, let's win some games. Yeah. Uh, you bad guy? Bad guy of the week. Uh, first, I wanted to do an honorable mention. I saw this on the Today Show. I don't really watch the Today Show much, but it was on my TV this morning. And uh, they brought up college basketball, which... Uh, okay, can I guess what, what they brought it up for? Yes, please. Um, okay. Is this, okay, help me out, though. Is this like a recent story or like recent a, a story. macro, like it's, the state of the sport? No, it's, it's, a, it's recent like a recent story, like fun social media. Like, did you see this wild moment? That energy. I'm going to guess, I mean, the only thing that comes, the, the thing that makes the most sense to me is Caitlin Clark something. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Or, or Bronny. I was going to say. Or Bronny being a McDonald's All-American. I think Bronny, now McDonald's is involved, but not McDonald's All-Americans. Uh, Bronny should have been the story, but apparently some guy, and this all turned out to be a, a oh, hoax. The dude, oh, 
But they talked about it on the Today Show as if it wasn't a hoax. They were basically like, when your Uber Eats order goes wrong at a basketball game. <laughs> oh, and then they like cut that. into the that. guy walking. And honestly, it was good defense. He trapped a guy in the corner and forced a turnover. So shout yeah. out to that guy. But he had a McDonald's bag. Turns out it was all a stunt. No one. And, yeah, he and, he had a lav mic on. He had like right. there, there were two guys carrying like lights around right. to get the lighting right in the shot. Right. It was a <laughs> uh, it was a very much like a Borat. It was like the Borat <laughs> movie. It was like real, but is it? You know, uh, one of those. One things. guy with the boom mic just in case <laughs> right. the lav battery runs out. Right. He's running around. He was this close yeah. to being the bad guy of the week though, because the Today Show got me. I'm watching the Today Show. They do yeah. a whole thing. I Savannah, Savannah yeah. Guthrie's like. I, I wonder, what, you know, how many times, how he got in there, you know, all this stuff. And uh, it was a hoax. Some TikTok dipshit. Right. Yeah. Right. But back to McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's All-Americans. The real bad guys of the week is the Wagner family. For the first okay. time, three generations of McDonald's All-Americans. We got oh. Bill Wagner. We got Dewan Wagner. And we got Dewan Wagner Jr. Not to be confused with the Wagner family, who have Franz Wagner and Moritz Wagner or... What are they? The what? The, there's another Wagner group. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, people that have this name, but they're right. That's right, right. The Russian, uh, yeah, the terrible group of Russia. They also are trying to take this name. So I want to be. What, 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 explain that to me. Don't just what? Chris Gate got in my got in my head. It was like uh, the mercenaries fighting for Russia is the, the, is the, the Wagner, Wagner group? group. Yeah, yeah. So I want to. So there's three, there's Wagner, there's Wagner, and there's Wagner. And I'm talking about the three generations of McDonald's All-Americans. That's Milt Wagner, <laughs> okay, okay, Dewan Wagner, we're not DJ about, Wagner. We're not talking That's about the Russian number one soldiers. Wagner. That's the number one Wagner in the world. And uh, to have three generations, obviously Milt Wagner's at Louisville, tried to get DJ Wagner to come there. That was the move. But Dewan Wagner is at Kentucky. And his son, DJ Wagner, who's the number one recruit in some, <laughs> some, some uh, sites as far as the 2023 class, he is going to go play for Kentucky, but all three McDonald's All-Americans. There you go. What if, what if uh, DJ Wagner had gone to Wagner University? What about that? Mm. Think about that with the... Uh, I, I love Wagner's the Wagner's 11 and 7, 4 and 3 in the Northeast Conference. Um, they're in the mix, right? Yeah. I don't know. When DJ Wagner has Trip, his third, Trip Wagner, you should go to... When do you offer? Who's the most famous athlete to... Like, like if Joe Montana played for the Grizz, you know, mm -hmm. and it said Montana on his front and back Ooh. like who, who's got the best uh i'm sure there's an example i can't think of i'm sure there's a guy that that um, johnny utah <laughs> he went to ohio state dude i know but he should have gone to utah yeah right? um yeah is there a guy named clemson that went to clemson <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hannah, hannah montana hannah, hannah, <laughs> she played outside linebacker for montana. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Steve Young, I guess. He's literally Brigham, Brigham, Brigham Young. Descendant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's a little, you know, it's not quite. When you have to draw right. the parallel, when you have to make the connection, it's tough. It'd be like, I, we want a straight one, you know? Yeah. Alfred like, Gonzaga. Alfred. <laughs> this is a stupid exercise. Moving yeah. on. Uh, yep. But the there Wagner. you go. That's your bag. That's your bag. That's awesome. The yeah. Wagner family. That's kind of cool. Three generations yeah. of McDonald's But it also Americans. makes you feel old. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't around when Milt Wagner was a McDonald's All American, but uh, the idea that grandsons are now, you know, that's that is that is a little weird, and 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 even it even makes me feel old that uh, Dewan Wagner's son, Peja Stoyakovich's son, LeBron Ronnie. James' son, yeah. are all McDonald's All Americans. It's a, oof, yikes! And we got Carmelo's son that's on the it. way. Yeah, I don't like it. Right, D Wade's like son's it. already like overplaying in the BAL. I mean, that we got. Kids are everywhere. We're old. It's okay. We'll put up with it. But that's the bad guy of the week. Kyle guy of the week. Uh, Virginia update. Virginia, we love Tony Guy. The ACC loves Tony Guy. And uh, 
Steve Forbes, coach of Wake Forest uh, this week, he said Tony Guy is the voice of the ACC. He is the man in charge. He is the one who should be leading the charge for all of college basketball. The voice of the league. There you go. And this is, uh, you know, you hear the clip. Steve Forbes is basically like, this is the man that will lead us into battle. He will he will preserve is, the ACC. Thank you, Tony Guy Bennett. Virginia, at this point, Virginia is it's the, the AC, class of the it's ACC. the class of the ACC, right? That, that's the face of the but ACC. But not just, not just Tony. I'm talking about this specific team. Right. How many right national now. title contenders does the ACC have? One. I think one. I think one. Is it Virginia? I don't think so. <laughs> but I but no but I think Virginia will hopefully uh you know get a top two seed and maybe win the ACC, put some respect on the ACC. That's what they're there for. That's what I mean. They're, you're the voice of the league, you're the face of the league. Virginia, do your job. All right. Do your job. All right. So there you go. Cow guy update and finally cow's guy update. Uh we talked about it a lot. Four game win streak for uh Kentucky right now, and here's your headline. John Calipari loves, all caps, Severe Wheeler. Wheeler came off the bench Tuesday night, uh, had a nice game for them. That was uh, a lot of the Kentucky fans obviously have been upset all year about the the lineups and back and forth and yada, yada, yada. But Severe Wheeler off the bench seemed to embrace the role and played great coming off the bench. So there you go. Cal's guy, Severe Wheeler, and there you go. That's the week. That, uh, that, I mean, that is a tough spot to be in, to, right. to, to lose your starting Lead spot. Lead the country in assists. Yeah, say that it's your fault, and then like have the results kind of point to that. You know, right. <laughs> that this team is better when you do come off the bench. Uh, what, are, what are the expectations for Kentucky now? What do you think is a fair expectation for this team? I think if you're John Calipari and you're Kentucky, if you make it to the second weekend of the tournament, you won. I think so, too. I think, I think, I think you won a, the year. Yeah. But they're going to be a what? A, a, probably a 10 or 11 seed, right? That's probably what, <laughs> along with every other. I think 10 seed. How many 10 seeds are there? <laughs> along with every other team. Um, yeah, no, if they if they can make the second weekend, if they could salvage, no matter how it happens, even if they can, can um, even if they even if they keep playing well and somehow right. get up to a six or. And know, the buyout whatever, for see. Calipari goes from, I believe, 52 million to 47 million next year. And then after that, it's 42 million. And now we're talking. I thought of a few schools that might have guys that played have the name Bradley could be one. Um, Sean Bradley. Yeah. There you Went go. to BYU. But Should what if you Bradley. did um, Butler. That feels like a pretty common mm, last name. Yeah. Like, they probably have a guy. Ron Butler. Yeah. yeah. My boy Cam Butler that I played with. Love that yeah. guy. Yeah. None of these are, none of these, like, none of these are actually work. You understand, like, Ron Butler didn't go to Butler. So that doesn't. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> But what if he did? We're still not solving this riddle here. <laughs> right. But we're <laughs> right. We'll figure it out. Um, Washington and going to Washington. Washington's a good one. Right. There's, there has to be a famous Washington that we, played at Washington. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> should, we, should we take a break? Let's take a All break. Right, let's take a break. Come back. Maybe do a little fraud talk. All right. Fraud power rankings. Uh, we have a special fraud power rankings this week, Tate. Uh, there's only two on the fraud power rankings, um, and it'll make sense in a second. Number two is DraftKings, <laughs> who uh, tweeted out yesterday that um, Bronny James has taken Ohio State off of his college list. As a bit or as reality? Um, I have no idea. I've, I have I don't know who's... Who at DraftKings is, is in with the, with the James yeah. gang? I'm, I'm ready to... Uh, I'm, I'm ready to say, like... It, it, I, I, I'm 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 about to like just start making promises I can't keep and and, mm. and say that it, unless you hear it from me, Bronny James Ohio State is still on. You know, like the, the, I'm the only I'm the source. Yeah, you're the scooper. <laughs> you're the scooper. 
I have no. I find this ridiculous. I find like this is very presumptuous, and it feels like uh, I have no authority to an do attack. This, but um, feels like an yeah. attack. You, you unless you hear it from me, it's still on. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he he was. How do you feel about him being named McDonald's All American? I mean, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I mean, we all. I mean, we well, we know the game. Yeah, we know that. I mean, it's literally politics. What's so funny about everything in basketball is that it starts now at such a young age, probably like seventh grade, where politics yeah. start. Yeah. Where it's like, you got to play on this AAU team. You got to go to right. this school. Well, if you want to do this, you got to go to this prep school because you're going to be a Nike kid or you got to do it. It starts in seventh grade and being named a McDonald's All-American is awesome, but you know, it's But it's politics. also, yeah, it's, it's yeah, you're right. The, 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 the brand building starts at a young age, which is why uh, we're going to, at some point, pivot to being like a sixth grade basketball podcast because right. it's the last um unadulterated version of basketball it's just purity it's just it's just it's just kids that love the game right and they're not worried about anything but winning and that third grade <laughs> video where the kids are doing yeah, that right. that is basically we, what nba guys go to watch at the 15 under aau tournaments shit great point that was third grade so we got to go to second grade i guess right we got to find the second graders that before are, they develop before they develop into, <laughs> before they turn into like cocky little, little shit yeah right little kitty lawson jr um <laughs> That's, so that's number two on the fraud power rankings. Uh, number one on the fraud power rankings, and boy, this is not fun, but... Uh, <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, number four on the fraud power rankings is us, Titus and Tate. This is... Uh, and here's why. Um, this is our last show at Fox. Um, and I... Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to... So I'll, I'll preface by saying this. The rest of the show is is probably going to be a little self-important, a little bit of navel-gazing going on. So mm. if you're someone that tunes into the show, uh, just to hear Tate and I say that your alma mater is good at basketball. Um, or you We know, speak your name. Yeah, you, you want us to speak your favorite player's name, all that kind of stuff. You could probably bail on the show now mm -hmm. because this is, you know, there's there's not going to be a lot of that moving forward. What there is going to be a lot about uh, a, a lot of is uh, us talking about our time at Fox because, yeah, this is our last show at Fox um, and we are are leaving fox um it's tough man because i i i have absolutely loved working here and and this uh the the first of all us leaving fox is not a um we're we've not been fired this happened last time when we left mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of for some reason people get very bored on the internet and love gossip right love like tr trying to figure out right. what the hell is going on i would like to think that we're not nearly famous enough for people to care but it, you know the public will surprise you, Tate. People, people <laughs> care about some some weird shit. Um, but yeah, we, we this was not a situation of of Fox letting us go. We we it was our own decision, um, and it was that what, what makes it tough is that like we absolutely love. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I have I absolutely love working here. This is this is the best place I've ever worked. These last three years have been incredible, and um, to to walk away from something that is has been so great to me personally professionally otherwise i've i've made some friends here I've, I've met some people that frankly i probably won't talk to a lot but they were great to work with it's and everything in between um and it, it, it it's been a it's been a fun three years and i 
I don't know. As I'm, I'm, I'm rambling here, Tate. I, I realize why I love Irish exit so much because when I have to confront something and say goodbye, um, I suck at it. So right. I, I might just let you talk, and I'm going to take off running. Right. I mean, I feel that I, uh, I'm Irish as well, and I like to exit in that strategy. It's always fun to do that. But I mean, when we came here uh, to Fox, and it was January 2020, we yeah. had uh, started Titus and Tate. We did not know. We went to Maui. We did not know what the future looked like for our for the show. We just knew that we, you and I, love talking college basketball with each other and yeah. uh we were like either we're gonna call each other and talk about this or we should we should record it so we decided to record it uh turn it into a show we had no idea what it would turn into and the fact that we came to fox and we were in playa vista and just you know for me personally that's where i got my first internship in la in 2014 i worked in the office where we got our show picked up so wow. i went from an intern working on the digital side to you know being a talent on the digital side and uh that was a nice full circle moment. And then, uh, you know, we coming in 2020, we get two months, we're shooting off the ground. Louise, our producer at the time is killing it. She's getting us guests. She's working hard. We love you, Louise. Great times. Pandemic hits. Uh, Fox was great to us. They, they, they got us equipment. They made sure that we kept the show going. Remember they made the, sure the we bracket thing we did? Right. Yeah, right. They, they put it. Yeah, they threw us on TV and we're filming this out of our apartments. Right. Uh, the 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 fan vote for the best. Uh, right. North Carolina. We got we yeah, got Carolina a billboard. Won. That's right. We, we got, got a billboard, billboard on fifteen five hundred one. Um. So we just had just some great times. I mean, we also had some moments where Duncan Robinson came on our show and said that COVID was no problem. So that, is, th yeah, that was early uh, on we, we, in, in the we process. Don't, we don't like to talk about We don't blame one. you, Duncan, yeah. but also, <laughs> come on. Um, no, I'm kidding. But we, Fox was great to us this entire run, even through that. So that, that really yeah. said a lot to us. They believed in the show. Michael Buckland, our boss, listens to the show and is a friend of the program and uh, has yeah, encouraged Buck, us to. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go through and like thank a lot of people we've worked with. But Buck was um, for us to when we left the ringer, we did so um, without without anything really fully lined up. Tate, we just had we were stupid enough to believe that that someone out there would pay us what we're worth and someone out there would would, would give us opportunities that we weren't getting and um, someone out there would believe in us and invest in us and, right. and yeah and this is like you know, we, we, we just, we believe we, we, we took a chance on ourselves, I guess. And we just said, let's leave, let's, let's go find, let's trust that somebody's going to, to, uh, you know, take this chance on us or whatever. And, uh, yeah, Buck was that guy. And, and, and we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll forever be indebted to him for that because these three years, man, have been, um, yeah, professionally it's, it's like we, we were doing the show before this, um, it, it in a way that that you know like we 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 kind of obviously had something but it felt very amateurish even when we would do it it kind of would feel amateurish because right. we we're just like two bozos and we still are but now we're two bozos on a set with Fo at fox at the fox studio <laughs> right. that i you know i i pull into the fox lot every day to to film the show and we have all these this great crew around us and and um yeah so to to be put in a situation where like the 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 people believe in us and and give us these opportunities is has been awesome and and i feel these last three years we've i i i think the show's never been better i mean some people might disagree and some people want us to go back to like you know kyle and and getting teed tattoos up. and yeah being teed up and being in a broom closet right at sunset gower you know just shooting the shit about the fbi scandals and it stuff. was fun it was fun i, had a great I enjoyed time. that but yeah. I, I think i think this is the best iteration of the show um so a few things number one um the show's not going away. We'll, we're we're not in a position to talk about what's next. Um, we're we're sort of still finalizing that one, but two, even if we did have 
uh, even if we were ready to announce it, I don't think now's the time anyway. I think that I wanted to use today as just like a reflection. I right. we'll, we'll, we'll deal with the, the next future. thing when, yeah, the, yeah. When, it, when the time comes. For now, um, I wanted to just like thank everybody at Fox and thank everybody that, uh, that, that thank the people that listen and, and um, you know, have been along the ride with us these last three years. Um, right. Yeah. There's a lot of people that uh, said to us we had face for podcasts and that they didn't want us on video. And we yeah. said, nay, you will have to look at us. You will have to stomach this. And we came to Fox. They put us on camera. So if you watch the show on our YouTube channel, one, thank you. Yeah. And two, we will still be doing the podcast on the podcast feed. It is yeah. Titus and Tate. That is not changing. It's not going anywhere. If you so, subscribe to the podcast, you won't even notice the difference. And if you're a hater online of... and you're like, I don't want to see these guys' faces, congratulations. Yeah, you don't so have you, to. For right now, you don't yeah, have you're to. You're not going to so, have to. <laughs> you did it. You did it, hater. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that is, uh, that's really the only change. But it's, I mean, look at the set that they built for us. Like you said, I mean, we went from yeah. nothing to something real fast. And that was all because of the I remember the, the first we shows we were doing where we had all these cameras and... I thought I was not going to be rattled by it, and I was mm. like shitting my pants that um these these the bright, bright lights, lights. <laughs> right? What's the Trump the Trump video that people use at the bit? Turn no, turn them off. Yeah, turn, turn them down. Turn them down. Too bright. <laughs> Too bright. Right. <laughs> that was uh that was me like the first week when we got here. Mm-hmm. Where I'm looking around like, oh my god, dude, we got this fancy ass table and uh you know these bright lights and and uh camera crews and and all that kind of stuff. So, um no, I I, I don't think there's really much else to be said just thank everybody you know eva tyler in the room right now our director chris right um uh, you know jeremy the camera guy used to i don't i don't know if jeremy's here today but uh jeremy if you ever listen to this we love you we thank you um john we, hill we, john hill mace, mace our guy thomas mason uh nick rago right right um not wes kaminsky aaron anyone but wes kaminsky aaron i think she's here i don't know where she's at but aaron's she, yeah. always holding it down for us and like sometimes i'll catch her at behind the camera and she's laughing and yeah. i'm like thank god someone, <laughs> i'm not ruining all these people no, she's laughing because she's like i thought we were done with the show and they just keep going yeah, she, she's like titus said let's wrap this up <laughs> yeah right then that was 35 minutes ago. right that's why right. she's laughing she's like i'm, I'm stuck shout in this hell of, yeah. <laughs> let's get shout outs um rick john marcus i mean right. the, the list goes on dude like guys cat uh, donnelly abby with graphics like made us those uh um like the sick graphics that we have and right. uh danny they'll, they'll, devito they'll as well yeah, yeah we have a guy that works here that's literally named danny devito right and not that danny devito yeah he also works at fox he's at fx um will will haggle will who does the editing uh we will Hagel. I'm sorry, Will. Will edits the show uh, for us here at Fox, and he is awesome. Don't deal with him day to day. Only deal with him over email. That's why I, I was like, I don't know how to. Say well, he what. quit like six months ago. So yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh well, shout out to Will. I mean, you did a great <laughs> job for the time that you were with us. Uh, yeah, we just had a lot of great people filter in and out. Uh, Basically, can we just take the the audio of Fanta when he was saying like all the great people behind the scene when he was on the show because he said it a lot better than we did. Right. Yeah. He just did play a great that job. and say. <laughs> also Kristen Hurley one of Kristen our Hurley. she charted yeah. a path for us uh, shout out to her she's moved on uh, and is doing bigger and better things than Titus and Tate but she helped a lot in the in the you know the yeah, build man. up of this show so we've had just a lot of people that have come through and been great so. um, yeah the Fox Digital team has been great it's been awesome uh, I I I don't know I'm, I'm kind of like prolonging this because the longer we talk then we're still not we're over. still work here it's not right. over so that's kind of how it feels I'm like, going to be just, honest with you I am uh, I'm going to walk around the lot I've never like taken the time to uh, to go you know if you watch Welcome to Wrexham when Ryan Reynolds yeah, and, yeah. and uh, and uh, Rob McElhaney are walking around the lot you know I'm going to yeah. go do that after this just go it's the last time yeah it's the last time I got I'm just going to get my little Fox moment of magic in yeah I I I 
I, I loved working here, man. I don't know how else to say it. It was, it was a great place to work. The people are great. The, they, they believed in us. They invested in us. So I guess like the question for the listeners is like, then why are you leaving? Uh, I, I we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge in due time. We'll, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just sometimes in life, it's something comes up and, and you're ready for what's next. But, um, I, I would love to, this is not a, uh, I, I, whatever the opposite of burning bridges is leaving Fox. I'm doing that. I'm building, I'm building, I'm more building bridges, building blocks. I, I, I love this place. I would love to, uh, um, let's, uh, as soon as, as soon as they cut off my key card, I'm going to tweet at Fox sports. Let's collab. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like I'm, I, 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 you know, I, I will be a Fox guy for the rest of my life. Right. You're um, a company man forever. Yeah. And I say that I, I technically worked at ESPN. Um, no, get that out of my face dude um right. the fox sports is the way to go and I, I i loved working here so um there's that uh i guess we should shout out jim as well jim yes. has worked on the show should we thank jim we should thank jim because uh jim has been with us i mean he saw us in the broom closet jim of course a producer at the ringer and uh you know did a lot of stuff for us over the years whether it be the duffies or uh just random you know just gym things whether yeah. it's uh putting a dumb video of me doing a coach k impression or yeah. um sister jean yeah sister jean telling me to go to hell i mean just things that you wouldn't think would would be there would have any are. value whatsoever right but they but do, get you. They do. <laughs> sometimes they get you and uh jim is a very very funny guy and uh love having him be a part of the show and love having him you know be one of our good friends so uh yeah it's not it's not fun to say that farewell but you know that's uh that's show business. Getting baby. old sucks, dude. Yeah, I know. Getting old. That, sucks. that is why. I mean, this this reminds me why Irish X is the way to go. It is like, right. Like if I would have, if I could have done this better, I would have called in sick today and mm. then just said, "You would have." I would have sent a press text. release. Yeah, I would have press release. Press it. release. Load management. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell, um, Jim. Your thoughts. Any well, shout outs? Any, any shout outs? Any, any, do you have to air your grievances? Any, any, anybody like you you think that we mentioned deserve, said thank you for helping with the show that doesn't deserve credit? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, you got me. So do you want to rescind any thank yous? Um, Conrad. 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 Yeah, Conrad helped us Shout out, out to yeah. Conrad. Super nice guy. Conrad Company. He's yeah. not here anymore either, Tate. I, I'm, I'm, okay. There's so many people have left. I'm yeah. just yelling. And I keep thinking they're back there. You know yes, what I mean? around the corner. <laughs> like, Conrad, good to see you, buddy. Um, it's a bad time to announce that I think I'm pregnant. So that's <laughs> oh my a little God. awkward. But besides that, um, a couple fun things we did. Uh, Final Four in New Orleans. Right. Final Four in New Orleans was awesome. Me getting robbed at Knife Point. And yeah, that dying. was awesome. I don't think that really had anything to do with Fox. You getting robbed at Knife Point. Right. But right. It happened nonetheless. I think that there was a lot of karma plays <laughs> happening. And like you, your life being at risk, me almost dying on the flight in was all the things that had to happen for Coach K. Titus almost dying at the Big East tournament. That's true. Right. Yeah, I right. did. Good times. Yeah, yeah, right. That was, yeah. yeah. We, we were on the brink. I almost died in the cab ride to the St. John's game <laughs> we call. How cool is that, man? This company let us go on television right. and call a oh, live yeah. college basketball game. In Queens. And they knew we're two bozos and we're not qualified for it, really. But they right. still were like, let's do it and let's see what happens and have some fun. Um, and the Union TV Fox guy, as you were like, you know, clearing uh, your, your, your bodily fluids out, you know, he was like nice enough to be like, hey, man. You need some help. I'm right here. I'll hop on the mic. He's like a 70 year old stats guy. I was like, thanks a lot, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. Like it, 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 those little moments, uh, I took for granted as they were happening. But then I look back and I'm like, dude, we've gotten so much better at this, I think. And, and it's because of them just throwing us in the fire like that. Like I was, I'm vomiting all over my suit in a cab ride on the way to St. John's and I have to just sit down and do a live basketball game. And I was not prepared for it. But then now I come away from it like, 
that was pretty sick that they let me do that. Um, and that was sick that they sent us on the football tour too. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I'm going to remember. T- uh, yeah, the sweet story. The, that, the was sweet. that was, that was a great. That was a great gym oh, yeah. moment in time. <laughs> Getting thrown out of the suite. Yeah. was good. Titus and T. This drunk that, guy in yeah. this gym mm-hmm. who's a who's a, a thinking about nine eleven. Dead sober thinking about nine eleven. Um, <laughs> accused of being drunk. Oh, right uh, so Kyle good. got engaged. That was another good one. Oh, that was right. We told that. That story. was a fun story. Yeah, yeah wow. I forgot that, that that happened. Woodstock uh, '99 was a, was a fun. That was show fun. Manti Teo. Far from it. The documentary was a. That was a lot yeah. of fun. That was the recent times. I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Do, do we want to continue to reminisce? I'm fine with it. Dude. We can do this as long as we want. Like this gym is- class. Yeah, we went to the Donda game. We did go to the right. Donda game, and that was horrible. Just halftime. We just yeah. saw the halftime show. We actually canceled Donda we before anyone else because yeah. we went to the game yeah, and we were like, disaster. this is not right. <laughs> this should not be happening. Um, the Gus Johnson interview, when he came on the, wow. the show, and we, we got this man to cry. Right. Told the story of uh, yeah. where he sat calling games as a radio play-by-play guy at Howard. And if I remember right, uh, I want I want this footage for my own personal safekeeping. So somebody at Fox, please... Uh, Please, please send it to me. When uh, Gus Johnson said that was a great question to me. Oh, nice! Like I asked you him want that? He was like, he's you like, want that? That's actually, that's actually a great question. Right. <laughs> he's the best. He's like, the that's best. a really, really, really yeah, well thought out question. Yeah. Shout out Steve Lavin. Oh man, he was great to us. Still um, great to me. I, I tell you this all the time, but me and Coach Lav, we're like LinkedIn friends. You know, we just like LinkedIn Lav, baby. I just I just send him like motivational quotes from George Raveling, and he like responds with like double prayer hands, like <laughs> thank you for this motivation today. Um, Rob Stone. Oh, Rob Stone dude. on Fox. You want to talk about a guy who could have just were just big timed us, big timed us at every turn, and did the exact opposite, and we'd right. be up here watching a. Uh, March Madness games, and he'd kick us out of the studio because there's some like soccer game he's got to use right. the studio for for some reason. But in between all of his shots, he'd come back to our back room where we're watching all the games and kick his feet up and yeah, have, kick us out of there. Yeah, yeah. kick us out of there. No, <laughs> <laughs> no and he talk he talk uh, basketball with the Rob Stone's the man, dude. Rob right. Stone is is a guy who um could just yeah he 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 never even had to make eye contact with us. He's not. You know, he doesn't have to do that. Rob he did the Stone, opposite. He wanted to watch games with us, talk to us about everything. He's great, dude. Rob Stone at the Final Four in New Orleans, pulling for North Carolina there, meets my mom, my brother, introduces himself, asks him all the questions. You know, just like the nicest guy in the world. And my mom and brother are like, that's the main guy on Fox. That's the guy that does yeah. the World Cup. And that's how he acts. That's the He's guy. He's the best. Yeah. He's the, the guy. guy. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. Shout um, out to Rob Stone. Recurring guests, Mike Rutherford, Moses. Moses. Oh, yeah. Moses is more important than Rob Moses. Than Moses is not <laughs> staying at Fox. I, I talked to the. We we hashed out a deal that I that we get to keep Moses. And right. The, Moses, Moses gonna honestly was going to be the stand-in for the next like uh, new big dog movie. That's gonna, you know there's always a big dog yeah. blockbuster that comes out. Marley and Me, whatever it is, but he was going to step in. Um, Andy Katz became a regular right. during the uh, Fox tenure of Titus and Tate. Legally that, binding. Was, right? Yeah, legally yeah. binding in his contract. <laughs> Had to go on Titus and Tate. Shout out John Fanta for uh, coming on the show. You lied to Fanta, pre- I kind of did. Dude. You brought Fanta on and you were like, I can't wait to do more Fox know, interviews dude. with you. I'm a, I didn't I'm say a Fox that, guy forever. No, you I said that. And I'm not just saying that. He said, and I'm not just saying that. I swear. 
He said, yeah. hold me to it. No, it was what? tough because Fanta, Fanta all, I, I don't know if he said it on air, but he said it off air. He's like, I'm coming to LA for right. XYZ in a month right. or two. Like, we should get together. And I, I, Fanta, if you're listening, I would still love to get together. We, we want could, to get together. We just unfortunately are not going to get together here. At work. Yeah, yeah at work. We're going to have to, you know, do drinks or dinner He's or something. Lying to you, but, Fanta. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, two two guys behind the scenes on TV, Steve Shear and Jordy Wimmer, were mm. huge uh, Titus and Tate proponents, and um, they they you know went to bat for us in a lot of ways behind the scenes, and, right. and played a huge part in us, um, you know, getting on the bracket show and doing the the St. John's game and all, and and they they were great to us. And um, when we were there at the Big East tournament, and shit was going wrong. Um, I'll never forget the the. We were supposed to do, I don't know if we've even talked about this on the show, but we were supposed to do live shows. <laughs> after the games. After the, every Big East tournament day. On the court. This was last year, right? We are supposed to be yep. on the court. Um, <laughs> and so the way it worked was the Fox TV crew went first and they did all that. It was Rob Stone and uh, I forget. The A-team. The A-team. It, yeah. it was Stoney and the boys. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they go first. They leave, they they shut the whole thing down and like the, you know, like they sign off from live yeah. television. And then Tate and I were supposed to come sit in their seats and do more casual, laid back, like turn our hats backwards and have a skateboard and be like, we're not right. like those other TV hosts. Right. We're the cool Wayne's kids. World. Yeah. We're going to Wayne's World from Madison Square Garden. Three, two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to do live shows on YouTube, I think. And the show starts and the, they have this union crew that's working. Um this, new Yorkers, a, a bunch of I New Yorkers, mean, just, like a bunch of Jim's people. Right, right. Um, Shout and out. one of the guys that's working, <laughs> Jim like smoking a cigarette had, with one of them. Yeah, Jim. That was my uncle. I, th I think Jim put him up to it because I think Jim was like, that guy was awesome. <laughs> Jim was like, these two dipshits, like, <laughs> yeah. give them hell, give them hell. They don't. Uh, so we start to, oh, we start like man. trying to cover the game, and this this one like stagehand guy <laughs> would not shut up, and he's like talking as loud as I'm talking yeah. right now, as as you and I are looking at the camera right. talking, and then I literally hear the guy go, "Gary, they don't know what they're doing. They're not looking into the camera, Gary." What right. Do I do? Right. <laughs> I Remember, he saying. kept hitting the cameras. Too. Right. Yeah, he's, he's tapping oh, he's the camera. camera. Yeah, because yeah. like wasn't distracting right. at all. Right. Tate and I do, uh, you know, obviously a podcast. Like th those of you that are watching on YouTube, we don't sit here and turn and look at the camera every single time we're right. talking. We're right. talking to each other, so that's what we were doing. And this guy's losing his mind because he he wants me to be Rob Stone and look into the camera and read the prompter and all that kind of thing. Yeah, it was like when a parent is trying to get the baby to look at the camera. Like, yeah, hello over here. Yeah, like, shaking the keys. And so it wasn't <laughs> like if you're listening at home, you're thinking like one time get over it. No, I mean he did this the entire he time. He did this so for much, ten minutes. If, <laughs> if there yeah. was ever a video to come out, I'm laughing like you're talking and, <laughs> and we're you're, live. Yeah, and I'm. I'm just, I'm just dying feed. laughing. Yeah. I'm not sure you can hear the guy. Yeah, yeah. we're in Madison Square Garden. There's like the logos right behind us. The yeah. big, big Billy Joel logo. banners everywhere. So funny. So funny. So um, anyway, we, we cut. The, basically, I, I I wasn't gonna just like storm off the set. So we kind of just like cut the show short. And we we're just like, uh, you got up. You got all right, up. You're all right. Like, that's I'm it. Out. See you guys. Uh, and I and I walked away, and I was like, that went horribly. And I was I was pretty shook by. By all of that, but then like honestly, the way I uh interpreted it was like I suck at this. Like I, I walked away thinking, Oh my god, Fox is never gonna give me right. any opportunity ever right. again. That was my one shot in the Mecca, the lights are bright, everything's you know, and I blew it and I couldn't even handle a guy pointing at the camera. And I thought like the Fox people were gonna be like, Listen, son, this is how television works. If you right. wanna be on TV, like sack up and, and do all this. So we go back to the hotel. And Jordy is is sitting there in the lobby, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, Ty? Just Tate? How?" He's like, "That was quick." Yeah, it, yeah. He's like, "That was quick." Because uh, it was like an eight minute. We sat there for like eight minutes. <laughs> we're, we're going to do a half an hour over right. there for like eight minutes. Right. Um. He goes, "That was quick. How'd it go?" And I was like, "Um." 
And then it just, I, I realized like at some point it's going to get back to him that it went horribly. So I was like, I got to be honest, man, that was, that was a train wreck. And then he starts cackling, laughing. Yeah, he thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing he's ever heard. And he's like, what happened? He's like, what did he say to you? And we told him the story and he was laughing. He's like, eh, don't worry about it. And I guess <laughs> I wanted to tell that story because uh, that was really cool of Jordy to do that. Because like I was, I was shit in my pants, man, that Jordy was going to be like, all right, well, we gave it a shot and you, you, you're obviously not cut out for right. this and you're fired. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of what I expected. Right. Um, and that didn't happen. And, and I was really appreciative of that. So. Um, I wanted to say that. I don't know. Is there mm -hmm. anything else? Yeah, shout out to that union guy. Shout out to the awesome. union. Yeah, he uh, he brought the best True. out of us, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think we came back and we were like ever since that moment in time, we've never been phased. Yeah, I know. It it really like is. he he was the he was the ultimate hater. Like he was number one hater. That's what I'm saying, is like these moments of of I just was literally I, I didn't say a word in the whole thing because you were trying to talk to me, but I couldn't even hear you because he was talking like I could hear him. I couldn't yeah. hear you and I was just dying laughing. But once you once you go through that, um right. and then we're doing March Madness live shows and I'm not I'm not flustered by anything. Like once you once you once you handle a union man tapping a camera and saying, Gary, they're not looking. What <laughs> right. do I do? <laughs> right. Once I've been through that, like, well, this, it's is, the this is all easy, It's like know? once you bomb the first time, like, right. you don't care anymore. You're like, you, you got the, the you're over the hurdle. You're like, okay, that that's the worst that could have gone. So here we go. But shout yeah. out to Jordy. What a great, what a great dude. What a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that might be it, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how else to, uh, cause I, I know people are going to, for some reason, speculate and talk and all that kind of thing. And I just wanted to reiterate over and over and over that I love Fox. I, both past tense and present and future. Um, I loved our time here. I'm very appreciative of it. I think the show, uh, it, it's been great for the show. It's been a great work environment for just like the, the team of people that that we have here. They're, they're so fun to work with and creative and um, all the difference that it, everything just gets, you just get like a yes, you know, you're, you, you, I, I wanted to do certain things. Uh, and they're like, yeah, let's try it. Let's just figure it out. Um, and it's cool. It's cool to work at a place like that. And I don't take it for granted. And uh, I just wanted to say that. And I don't know how many of our people listening care, I guess. I don't know. This is the part where I get insecure about some of the listeners that are like boring. Talk about yeah, uh, the, talk the, about Iowa State. The union Kansas guy State, is you know. listening right yeah. now. <laughs> He's, like, He's like, look right here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it change sucks. I I, uh, I I think we're both in, in agreement of that, that we're uh, we're not two individuals that are that love change. But sometimes I don't know. Like small town guys. Life throws change at you and you got to right. take it. So we're going to move on to something next. But but those of you that, that listen to the show, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you don't have to do anything. Like you'll, you'll you know, you, you only notice a difference really in terms of we'll be back next week uh, talking talking all sorts of noise about college basketball. And, <laughs> right. Um, away we go. But uh, I just wanted to pause right now and thank everybody at Fox for a fun three plus years. Yeah. I'm going to miss the set. I love this yeah. set. The set's awesome. Right. Yeah, it looks great. The best. A uh, couple other people. Craig Pintons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. AD for LMU. LMU. Yeah, Always has their back. Yeah. yeah. Love him. Good dude. Hooked us up yeah. with Final Four tickets. Right. It's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, Coach K for all the content. Yeah. Bow down forever. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. There's a lot of people that, th that thought when K left, the show would be over, but we don't really talk about K anymore. Uh, no, I, I don't even remember the last time we did, honestly. Right. Uh, well, yeah, Bill but Walton. the show's ending, so <laughs> I think those people were right. <laughs> <laughs> right I actually no right, right yeah. bill walton uh in our this frame picture on set we were supposed to wasn't the original idea we were going to change this every show right and and then i don't know what happened but we did bill walton and then we just left it we loved it the, so much that we left it 
Yeah. yeah the and Chris, our director, who's a USC guy, he's like, yeah, just leave that there. Just, just shout out Chris. I know I already mentioned you, Chris, but Chris mm-hmm. rules and Chris uh Chris got the show. Chris got the show. Yeah. And that's all we've ever asked for. Is, that's all I ever is, wanted. Is, is uh Chris Chris got the show so much that when USC wins, he comes in and will not shut up about it. Yeah. And I can tell that USC is not playing good basketball because Chris doesn't have a damn thing to say to me when you I come UCLA in. tonight, by the way. Yeah. Drew I know. Peterson night. That's Chris is probably really upset about that because yeah, Drew Peterson's gonna ball. He's out. the listener that was like talking about USC. <laughs> yeah. Big game tonight. It's like yeah, bo- boring. Talking about <laughs> yeah. the see you still like talk about the Trojans. Um, any other shout outs uh, or otherwise, like in the world of like as we normally do shout outs, I guess. Uh, honestly, I mean, just I mean, honestly, I'm I'm all shouted out. I mean, That's shout out to Fox. Outs, this is, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Like you said, I don't want this to end. But uh, I gotta take some pictures of the set, you know, just because. Uh, they went all out for yeah. us. And whenever I see Shannon Sharp, one last thing, whenever I see Shannon Sharp on this set, on this set doing Club Shay Shay, I'm yeah. just like, that's our set. That's our set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Akon's telling stories, I'm like, Akon's sitting right where Titus sits. Another another great memory of the time here at Fox was in a, I saw a coward in the uh, parking lot. Right. And uh, he made eye contact and then he gave me a little head nod. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was pretty sick. Right. Um, I thought, I, I interpreted it as I was getting booked on the show. Um, I think I would cross some wires there. I don't, I don't, and that never really happened, but, um, still it was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, pretty freaking cool. So love that. <laughs> love that. Great, great boat in history. You guys mentioned Tyler, right? Yeah. We mentioned Tyler, right but we love Tyler. Tyler. Did we mention you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So we Tyler, Tyler. Tyler is our never uh, Notre Dame correspondent forever in my book. Yeah. If I ever have a Notre Dame question, I feel like I'll go to Tyler. Yeah. And he I'm knows gonna, what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're and st- he's we're still going like, to objective. That. He talked about South then, you know? Yeah. He broke it down. You gotta respect that. We're still gonna do that. He's gonna be our Notre Dame guy. Right. Did you watch? Tyler's not mic'd up, but I'll I'll relay what you say. <laughs> did, did you watch uh, Penn State? Because the no, I was watching Notre Dame. That's good because the first I, t- I gave Tyler homework to. He, they lost. He, the, I, I gave Tyler homework to watch uh, Penn State because Shrewsbury is going to be the guy for Notre Dame. It wasn't a good game, right? <laughs> they stunk, right. dude. Yeah. wasn't a good Rutgers Shrewsbury beat their game. Ass. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, yeah. And I'm watching and I'm like, I hope Tyler's not watching yeah. this. This is not a good... Well, uh, you're watching you're like, maybe Steve Peichel's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's it. We got to say goodbye at some point. Let's make it now. Um, thank you again to everybody at Fox. Uh, thank you to those of you that have been along uh, on this journey for us. Again, if you, if you got a tattoo, a Titus and Tate tattoo... By the way, on your arm, that's okay. We're the, the show's not going anywhere. Right. We're, just, we're just moving on from Fox. So and good for uh, you. You don't have to worry about uh, <laughs> good for you. Any of you listening, we got the tattoo. Um, see you guys. Thank you. To whom it may concern, you're an idiot. Some TikTok dipshit. Congratulations. <laughs> you did it. You did it, hater. Two words, Tate. Fuck them. Shut up. Shut up. He loved too hard. I'm a basketball historian. You know what I mean? I love basketball. Let me tell you about it. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut up. There might be a chance that I'm a bootlicker. Not anymore, you're not. That is an Avon haircut if I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what it gave. It gave me like I'd marry a Mountain Dew can. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out the name of our committee. It needs to be something that's transformation related. You know what I mean? Because we need to one-up transformation. So I'm thinking, prove it, bitch. Joe Paterno coached until he died, basically. He basically mm-hmm. died on the sidelines. I remember when Joe, he got his leg broken. Yeah. I remember that. I was thinking more when he crapped his pants at Ohio Stadium and then had to mm. go change his underwear uh, in the locker room. But yeah, there, there were many signs that Joe Paterno should probably hang it up. Really? What else happened? <laughs>
you remember that one guy comes up and his uh, son is puking? He's like, my son is puking all over. And then he's like, turns and his his other kid's puking. He's like, oh, we got another one. Oh, my other son's puking. And the son, like, we look over and his puke's spurting out of like his fingers. And I'm like, this is the most romantic thing. This is why. Dude, are you serious, Jim? Do you see this man? <laughs> He's fucking gilding in an airplane. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I was 11 years old. It was my auntie's wedding. Not um, not the ones out here, but I um, heard that was a no kids wedding, but I uh, never got the invite to that. <laughs> have, you looked, have you looked at the pictures and you're like, see other kids? Like, uh, you know, I don't even really want to see what happened that day. Did you kill those kids I just wasn't alive. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't alive. So she's pointing a finger in my face, says, This is inappropriate. You don't belong here. Yeah. And then she points to Jim, and this is the whole point of telling you the story. And she goes, Who's this guy? He's drunk. <laughs> and I wasn't drunk at all. Get thrown out for being drunk when I'm not drunk. The one time yeah, Jim Cunningham drunk, but I am not drunk. I know. I was minding my own she business, like drinking you. a soda. She I know. Profiled. I was like thinking about 9/11, like zoned out, and she just yells, "Who is this drunk? Get him out of here!" I'm like, "What the?" Shout out to anybody still listening to this and having any idea what the hell we're talking about. Suck our dicks, everybody. We are better than all of you. Sincerely, America. And that's no cap.